Welcome to Jumpstart, everybody. I'm Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. This is episode 30 of the podcast. It's all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused on him and less empty and miserable. And again, today, my co-host, Lucas Lassinger, is joining me via Zoom. Hey, Luke, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well, too. I'm a little bit in a fog. Uh, we just got our youngest daughter back from college, moved her home, and late night when we're recording this, it's, uh, it's a morning, and yeah, I could have used a little more sleep, but I think you were feeling the same. A little bit, but you know, you're like, you're going from empty nester to far from empty nester. So I can, right. we're moving them back probably more draining to you. <laughs> so yeah, you're finishing up grad school this week, aren't you? I am. Yeah. I've got my exit defense exam thing on Wednesday. And assuming that I don't really make someone mad, I get to walk a stage on Saturday. All right. They're going to yeah. hand you a diploma. That's great. <laughs> that, unfortunately, that one doesn't come till August. So, mm. so question, do, do, do they do like, uh, parties for graduate school graduations i mean you having like a big party or something no i haven't heard of any of those but uh if you want to throw one i'll be there <laughs> you're not gonna stand in my way no and likewise if anybody wants to send you like a hundred thousand dollar visa gift card or something you're not gonna stand no. their way either that would help pay off the uh the student debt and get you know a house purchased for wherever i get a job and okay you know, i'll see there you go start. yeah all right hey so what are we one of your sermons and you know like, <laughs> People come because they'll think it's for me, and then you can give your sermon. It'll be the best attendance you've had in years. Oh, all right. There you go. Got it. All right. Well, we better get to this podcast. What are we going to talk about today? Oh, my. Well, today we are uh, continuing in our series called Living Life on Purpose, and this will be the fourth episode. So if you go back and listen to episodes, I know all the episodes are labeled wherever you're listening to this. So episodes 27 to 29, we had some wonderful guests. We had uh, Jesse Anderson, we had Jim Quattrone, and then we had Jesse Anderson's brother, Nate Bailey. And right, they, Jesse uh, Anderson's brother. That's yeah. right. And uh, they all brought they all brought the heats. They were doing they, they were doing good. So we're going to take a little interlude and kind of try and balance everything out, kind of cover all the bases on what we're really going for with this series. And then we'll be back next week, hopefully with another episode and another guest. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So we, we've centered in on a key verse uh, from Proverbs. I know how much you like to read scripture out loud. You want to read the verse? I will give it my <laughs> best. I will give it my best. Proverbs 19, 21. Many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. Right. And so that's that's what we're focusing on in this whole series is living life on purpose and, and the Lord's purposes that we want to center ourselves in. And, you know, one of my major concerns uh, as a pastor is for people in our church and, and, and everywhere that are in um, stages of transition. I mean, you're in one now transitioning from grad school, hopefully to a, a good paying job. Right. Um, but you know, there's a transition for you for high school, from high school to college, you know, college, not a grad school and then so on. And, and lots of transitions to come for you, but for others as well. Some are transitioning from one job to another job or are buying their first home or another home, or uh, maybe they've lost someone and they're, they're transitioning to a, you know, a life of singleness. All of these transitions are, can be very difficult. They're pivotal. They're, they can be defining moments in our life. And what I find is that we don't prepare well for them um, individually. And as the church, we aren't nearly strategic enough in 
terms of how we prepare people for and, and help one another through those transitions. So uh, that's one of my heart's uh, desires to see that change. So I've been hanging out these days in the book of Daniel. I'm actually just started yesterday, a uh, Sunday, a um, new series um, that is uh, centered in the book of Daniel, uh, first six chapters, which is all about the prophet Daniel. Um, the latter chapters are all about the prophecies of Daniel. We'll get to that in another series. But Daniel was an interesting guy because he was trafficked as a 14-year-old, 15, maybe 16-year-old, probably no, long, no older than that. Uh, when the Babylonians invaded Israel, they looked for some really sharp young, great looking, smart um, uh, Jewish guys that they could take to Babylon and teach them the ways of, of the Babylonians. So uh, Daniel and three of his uh, his friends were trafficked along with him. Uh, any, any, do you recall their names? Oh like, man, you know, I feel like this is another one maybe I should put out on the, the Facebook group, but I think yeah. I've got this one. I'm going to go with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Oh man, he, you are a grad student. Look oh, at that. Listen. That's right. You know your veggie sales, right? I know how to cheat on an exam. That's all I know. <laughs> so they were taken to Babylon and they, um, you know, are removed from their family. They're given brand new names and taught new culture. And basically they enter into a three-year brainwashing campaign um, teaching with, with the Babylonians. And so you had Think about that. I mean, he's 14, 15, 16 year olds top tops and there's no family around uh, stripped of his culture. um, And likely he was castrated and um, made a eunuch. Um, Don't know that for sure, but that seems to be the implication of the, of the passage. If you read it. So, I mean, not sound like a good time. Uh, brutal, brutal. But yeah, here's the, right, the key verse in chapter chapter one is, but Daniel resolved not to defile himself, and and then it says it with royal food and wine and so on, and and the the food was really just to me a symbol of his his ultimate commitment not to defile himself with with uh, the ways of the Babylonians, and so while he was forced to have to be part of this indoctrination program, he was not giving into it. It was it was um, really a heart set on pleasing the Lord of honoring him and living for him despite being in a really hard place. So what happens in this in the story of Daniel is that God powerfully and prophetically uses him. And there are just lesson after lesson after lesson of, of stories of courage and examples of courage from the life of Daniel yet to come. So really, really cool stuff. And and it's, he's a he's a great role model for any of us who are looking to ways to live life on purpose. Sure. You know, uh, I know you started a series yesterday on this and we're going to be going through it for a little while. Um, you know, I, I really just want to hear you say the name that they tried to change Daniel's name to. This is, I see it in the notes, but I don't think I could pronounce that. Can you get no, that no, one? You, you, you go for it. You go for it. The Belteshazzar. Be, yeah, Belteshazzar. You got it. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. And and I'm not sure if that's a name that needs to make a comeback. Um, I often mm-hmm. recommend biblical names, but that's actually a Babylonian name. So okay. yeah, they well, changed I'm, Daniel's name to Belteshazzar. I'm grateful that you said that one. Maybe I just missed it in your Mother's Day sermon, but I... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's on me but you know i'm really good for one thing here other than remembering the names of uh, people caught in furnaces um i'm good <laughs> at bringing around us bring us around to an unpaid commercial so uh, okay 
you have something for this week. I do. I do. I've got a book. We haven't recommended a book in a while. Okay. So I've got a great book. Um, and the, the book is titled Faith for Exiles by David Kinneman and Mark Matlock. And I've been in this book now for a few weeks and loving it. It is it is just excellent. Uh, Faith for Exiles um, is subtitled Five Ways for a New Generation to Follow Jesus in Digital Babylon. And you can see the connection, right, to the idea of, of Daniel and living in Babylon. And we really do live in a digital Babylon. I mean, what goes on in the internet and social media and so on can be really disorienting for anybody. Um, but I think a lot of times for youth, um, for young adults and so on, it, it, it is someplace that's uh, far removed from the rest of their experience, oftentimes their family life and so on. And it can be a, a very disorienting uh, place to be. And, and it's not just online, but it affects culture as a whole. Um, digital technology has totally reshaped our culture. So it's an excellent book. Um, one of the things that I really like about this book, I'm actually in a chapter and later chapter, he talks about the importance of intergenerational discipleship, um, fancy term for relationships, intergenerational relationships. And I know, you know, we've talked a lot about that. I think that's, you know, I love my old thing for your, yeah, you, you say it often. And I mean, we, you say it jokingly, but you've, you've maintained good relationships with um, not only middle-aged people uh, like me, but uh, older people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of hair on your head agrees that you're only middle-aged. I'm, sure I'm, I'm staying at middle-aged. Okay. Right. I'm just staying there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I know I've definitely benefited uh, through the, the intergenerationality, if that's a word of Hillcrest and having connections to people from all different generations and backgrounds. Mm-hmm. So I, I am not a reader. Um, I have fallen victim to the digital world in the sense that I'm going to pick it up on Audible and listen yep. to Audible because I can't I can't bring myself to read another book after reading textbooks. But yeah, I uh, get it. People well, can pick up a copy at the church, right? Yeah, exactly. We bought a, a bunch of copies on a deal and we've got them available for five bucks. They're 12 bucks on Amazon. But uh, while supplies last, we've got them for five bucks at the church. Um, and just FYI, I'm also using Audible for this. I have the I have the print copy in my hands and I'm using that to mark it up. But uh, I'm also a big fan of Audible as well. So I highly recommend David Kinnaman's book, Faith for Exiles. Wonderful. Well, now that we've uh, gotten distracted, I've gotten my uh, shout out to the old people in. I've uh, mm-hmm. I've made fun of you for being old and not having hair. Uh, <laughs> how about we move on to our so what? Okay, here we go. So very simply, Daniel shows us today, again, what we see scripture over and over and over and over again, and that is that God honors those who honor him. Um, he's always faithful. He always keeps his promises, even when it seems like the odds are impossibly stacked against us. And some of us may feel like that. We may be in a family situation, some non-Christian parents, perhaps, or uh, siblings, or maybe we're in a work situation that seems very hostile to faith or, you know, uh, just a number of ways that this can play out with um, with our lives. But if we seek to honor God, if we seek to live on purpose with him, God will meet us in that and he will sustain us and, and be faithful to us. And Daniel's uh, life testimony is exactly that. So be encouraged today. He is faithful. Absolutely. Well, how about I uh, pray for us as we close out this episode? Yeah, that'd be great. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for uh, giving Pastor Mark and I the opportunity to come together and learn a little bit about Daniel and the midst of our series about living life on purpose and on purpose for you. And I ask that you just help each of us as we move out through our day that we can 
build those fundamental traits that we can continue to honor you in everything we do. That that is our default setting, not a special setting we have to try and reach to. And I just ask that you bless everyone as they move out into their week. And uh, in your name, amen. Amen. All right. I'm going to go through this closing as fast as I can today. I'm going to see how quickly I can do Here we go. Let's hear I want to I want to thank you for joining me. I want to thank everyone for listening, especially my old people, because uh, we got to hit on that today. Uh, mm-hmm. If you think this episode would be beneficial to somebody you know, you can uh, share that to them, email it, text it, whatever. Uh, you can also like, comment, rate, and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. Mm-hmm. Need a deep breath. Uh, you can check out our Sunday services online and in person. If you're in Jamestown, New York area, that'd be 40 Halleck Street. If you're in the online world, that would be at Hillcrest Jamestown on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. And I think that's it. I think it's your turn. Woo, you did it. All right. Thanks for being with us, everybody. Have a great day. God bless.